Hi everyone, my name is Dr. Dolores Tarver. I'm a licensed psychologist in Georgia, and I'm coming to you with a mental health moment on recognizing relationship patterns. By this time, you have figured out what kind of relationship patterns you may have at home, but you've also recognized some of the relationship patterns that your friends have and that you have with your family. And there are a lot of different reasons why people get in relationships. Ideally, we wanna be in relationships that are reciprocal, and that we find to be nurturing. But we also get in relationships of convenience because that person just happens to be around. We're comfortable with them. They're close in proximity to where we live. We have things that overlap, that bring us together. It may be a relationship of obligation where you feel like you're have, you have to be responsible for this person. Maybe they're a parent, maybe they're a friend you've known for a long time or someone that you feel like needs your help in order for them to function. We will get in relationships out of fear. We're afraid that people will leave us. We're afraid that we'll be abandoned. We may be in relationships with people for financial support. They take care of us. We can be in relationships because we feel guilty that if we're not in this relationship, something may happen to this person. Now, even though those are all relationship reasons or reasons why we're in relationships, it doesn't mean that all of them are necessarily healthy. And during this time of social distancing, you may find yourself falling into some unhealthy patterns. You may be reaching out to people who you know have not been good for you over the years, haven't been able to give you what you needed, treated you disrespectfully, said nasty mean things to you, done hurtful things to you, but because you're lonely or you're bored, you're reaching out to them. You're reaching out to those people in that direct messenger who have sent you those inappropriate messages over the years that you usually wouldn't give the time of day. But right now, because you're bored and you're looking for some contact with people, you're connecting with those folks. It may be your family members who you're checking on during this time to make sure they're staying in the house, maybe going to the grocery store for them. They also may just be calling you and asking you to take care of things for them, financially support them, talk to them whenever they feel like they wanna talk, regardless of what you may have going on. You might find that it's members of your church family who are expecting you to take care of things because you always have. You may be that responsible, reasonable person in the family or in an organization and everybody comes to you first without thinking about anyone else. So let's talk about some strategies to manage some of those situations. First of all, if you're lonely or bored, you definitely don't need to just be reaching out to anyone to fill the space, right? Sometimes when we are looking for things, then we often will overlook what we actually need and settle for what's available. It's kind of like that thousand piece puzzle. We like it, it looks great. I wanna see what it's gonna turn into once I finish it, but it's a lot of work. So let me go get this 25 piece puzzle instead because I can put it together quickly. It'll still be a puzzle and then I don't really have to put all that work into it. You don't wanna be in relationships because they're convenient. You wanna be in relationships because they're reciprocal, they offer you what you need, and also you wanna treat it like it's a job, right? So we wouldn't wanna hire anybody that didn't meet our preferred qualifications. We wouldn't even interview anybody that didn't meet our basic qualifications. So why are we dating people that don't meet our preferred qualifications? That's a waste of your time and a waste of theirs. So that means you need to know what your qualifications are, what your preferred qualifications are and what qualifications you have to offer the job, if you will. So before you enter into any interaction, make sure that you're clear about who you are, but also clear about what you need. 
Also, you can use your gifts in other ways. If you're bored or lonely, do things that are purposeful. Do things to help others. We all have gifts that we have been given, whether that's music or writing. You may be able to sew and help make masks. You may be a person that's great with makeup. For all of us that cannot get anywhere right now to get our faces done up, you can show us how to do it online, show us how to do our nails, our eyebrows, show us how to manage our hair since we get, can't get to those hair salons. So there are ways that you can connect with us and feel that time in a way that's meaningful and purposeful. The other thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that anytime someone has been hurtful to you, mean to you, unhealthy to you, that you just go ahead and block them. We tend to have a hard time letting go of things and saying goodbye, but it is very important that we grieve the loss of people who cannot give us what we need. We need to not have their numbers in our phone because that takes away the temptation to reach out to them. We don't need to access them on social media, follow them, see what they're doing, see who they're talking to, because all that does is bring up for us these feelings of loneliness that, oh, there was someone I'm not, or make us reminisce about memories that are not a realistic picture of who this person is in their totality. So you don't want to tempt yourself in that way. You want to remove that as an option. You also want to set boundaries with people about how to treat you. You want to let people know that just because they reach out for you to you for support doesn't mean you're support, support them in the ways that they would like. For instance, just because they ask for money doesn't mean that that's the support that you can give them. You may can uh, allow them to access websites, give them resources that are available in the community that will help them in other ways than you being the one that financially is supporting for them. You also want to set boundaries with people about what you will not accept in relationships, what you will not tolerate being called out of your name, being demeaned, being hit. Those are things that just are unacceptable, whether that's a family member or somebody that you're dating. And we can tell people, hey, I'm sorry that you don't feel the same way that I do about that. We all see things in different ways, but that's my choice. That's my decision. Recognizing that people feel insecure and that their attempts to control you are so that you won't leave them means that you need to only interact with people who are not going to try to manipulate you to be in a relationship. And I know that we often have mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, partners who do this. So we want to set those appropriate boundaries with them. If that means I will no longer talk to you, if you're going to talk to me like that, call me back when you're not upset. If that means I will only talk to you for a limited increments of time so that once we start getting in this conversation and you start being demeaning, I'm going to turn that conversation off. I will come to you with topics that I feel like are appropriate. Hey, mom, how's your day? You need any groceries? I just dropped some off. Just wanted to hear your voice. Love you. Bye. So we keep those interactions to where we're managing what's happening in the conversation. When you're not in a situation where you can necessarily leave the house and get away from people, try to separate yourself in other ways. You may be able to go into a different space. You may be going, able to go into a backyard or a car to just have some moments for people to be able to calm down. You also want to consider that there are things that we just aren't able to talk about in certain moments. And so maybe I need to write a letter. And through that letter, I can express myself more clearly. I can take the time to reread it, think about how I want to say things, present that to you, and then say, let's talk about it. Because sometimes we organize our thoughts better in letters and written than we do verbally. You also, if you are in a situation that's unhealthy, and I am going to talk about domestic violence in another podcast, is you want to get out of any kind of situation that is unhealthy for you. 
Um, if you have people that are threatening to expose things about you or turn friends against you, if you leave out of a relationship with them, you're no longer friends with them, then make sure that you have some people who can be allies for you. People who you can go and talk to who are your safe people. Try to get off organizational meetings with these people. Try to get off committees with these people. If you work with them, try to limit your interactions with them at work. If you can get on other teams or other assignments, um, try to talk to people who are more affirming of you and who you have similar things in contact with, in connection with. And that way you don't end up having to be around this person as much as you possibly can. What's most important during this time is that you realize that you are lovable, you deserve people who will treat you well, and that you matter. And so you only want to interact with people who are going to affirm those things about you, support you, want you to succeed, see you reach your purpose, not who are going to be hindering for you and want to keep you down because they're afraid that if you excel, you'll leave them or it'll make them look bad. Okay, so choose you and be encouraged.